Hey everyone, this is Krista Bontrager. I want to thank you for watching today. And this is part of a series of reflections that I've been doing on uh, themes related to biblical manhood, biblical womanhood, women in the Bible, women in ministry, gender equality, all of those kinds of questions. Uh, again, this isn't a formal teaching series. This is just more like short snippets of my thoughts and reflections on various passages. Today I wanted to talk about the figure of Mary Magdalene, and I find her to be a very fascinating biblical figure. In fact, she's one of my favorite uh, characters in the Bible, and so I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about why that is. I think that there is strong pressure among many evangelicals to conceive of male-female relationships as being primarily sexual, that the sexual component uh, between men and women is just an inevitable thing. And the result of that is that I think that there is a strong discouragement or truncating of uh, friendships that can develop between men and women. And I just would like to challenge that idea a little bit. And I get it that there are vulnerabilities there between men and women and that we have to be careful. However, I will say that um, the men who have developed, that I have cultivated friendships with, um, have been very meaningful in my life. They have added a dimension to my life that has been extremely valuable. These men have been my prayer partners during times when my marriage was very difficult. Uh, they have been encouragers. They have been people who have challenged and sharpened me spiritually. And so I think that we need to be careful to over-sexualize um, relationships between men and women, but we also need to be careful about under-sexualizing them. We need to be circumspect about it. But I think that the example of Jesus and Mary Magdalene is a great one for Christians to follow. And I want to ex explain what I mean here because I think that it's quite possible that Jesus and Mary Magdalene were actually very good friends. And I know that there's a lot of like Gnostic gospel types of speculations that Mary and Magdalene and Jesus were secretly married. And I, that's not what I'm talking about. But from the biblical gospel accounts, it seems like they were at least very good friends. And I think that maybe their friendship starts. We have an allusion to it in Luke chapter 8, beginning in verse 1. After this, Jesus traveled about from town to village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him, and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. So Jesus apparently has female disciples traveling with him and the twelve. Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out. Joanna the wife of Chusa, the manager of Herod's household, Susanna, and many others. Well, this Joanna person apparently had some connection to the royal family. And I think that this is a very interesting passage because I'm imagining that Jesus approached Mary Magdalene. Here she had multiple demons residing in her body, and he cast them out, and she's free. And she's not only free, but then she wants to become a full surrendered disciple of Jesus and starts following him around the countryside, following him as a disciple, kind of doing what 
was normally considered to be a man's job, being a male disciple of a rabbi, uh, Mary Magdalene starts following him around. But I think what we see in Mary and the other women is deep levels of friendship with Jesus, not just admiring him as a rabbi. I love how the gospel accounts record that um, the women were at the cross. The male disciples had all run away by this point, but the women were at the cross. And it says in Mark chapter 15, I'll start at verse or 39 here, when the centurion who stood there in front of Jesus saw how he died, he said, surely this man was the son of God. And some women were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, the younger, and of Joseph and of Salome in Galilee. These women had followed him and cared for his needs. Many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem were also there. So while the, the male disciples had all scattered and run away and hid, the female disciples were right there. They were present. They were with Jesus in his most desperate hour. That is a sign to me of deep love, deep loyalty, and deep friendship. And opposite sex friendship was a, apparently a very meaningful part of Jesus's life. And then there's another little snippet that we get here. Just a few verses later in Mark's gospel, it says that Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where Jesus was laid. Only two women followed that dead body all the way from the cross to the grave. And Mary Magdalene was one of those people. Again, I think this points to the deep love and friendship that she had toward Jesus. And again, we see in the resurrection accounts that Mary Magdalene and the other women were the ones who came to the tomb first. And this is why in church history, they are called the apostles to the apostles. They were the ones who were the first proclaimers of the resurrection of Jesus. So far from women just being kind of marginalized or not included among the disciples, what we see here is that women were not only included, they were a vital component of Jesus's ministry, but also that they were deep friends with Jesus, that they displayed the values of loyalty and care and concern for Jesus, even in death. Mary Magdalene is a wonderful example to Christian women to be a, a female disciple of Jesus, but to also be a friend of Jesus. Jesus wants to call us his friends, and he wants us to be a friend to him as well. I hope that gives you something to think about um, as you are parenting daughters or if you are a woman uh, trying to follow Jesus. Reflect on the life of Mary Magdalene and these women. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye.